Welcome to episode 140 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined as always by Kyle Springer. Aha, hello. How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you today? <laughs> Actually, to be honest, not feeling great. Oh, dang. Um, which is why we are recording on Sunday night uh, and not Sunday morning like we normally do. Uh, but I've spent the whole day kind of just in bed reading oh. comics, just being like, I don't feel good. I don't, don't want to do anything. Okay. Uh, but that being said, I'm still excited to be here and talk about the <laughs> stuff. Um, you just spent all day. this conserving yeah. energy to be excited now exactly exactly yeah so how are you though i'm doing good i had a productive not really a day off but when we move recording like this uh, my day takes an entirely different shape i was yeah. able to do some errands i dropped by to see my brother on his porch for a couple minutes nice. watched an entire film i made myself a mug of hot cocoa as required oh, by, it, by the medium we were talking about today, right? I completely didn't think about that because I, I, I have you like would. one Otherwise more. Otherwise, I would have asked you. I, I, I have like one more cup of cocoa that I can make. One. one Not loan. even kidding. And I was planning on making it tonight and I didn't even think about it. Damn it. I figured you <laughs> needed perfect. no excuse to make yourself a sugar beverage. Right. All I have now is water in my hulk cup <laughs> hulk oh, perhaps well. the avenger most needing to fake his death and run away yeah i feel like he's tr tried that a couple right. times yeah that's how age of ultron ends <laughs> exactly exactly well what are we talking about this week melissa we are talking about an audio drama we aren't kicking off 2021 we're a couple weeks in but i wanted to yeah. make sure we got an audio drama in early because we only did like one last year and it's a yeah. medium i love and i want to focus on more so we are talking about season one of the amelia project this is an audio drama from creators let me pull this up on my gosh danged phone oh that gosh danged phone Right. Where are they? Uh, it is Philip Thorne and uh, Oyston. You never heard Oyston Brogger. Philip Thorne and Oyston Brogger. Quite a team. There you go. Yeah. How did you hear about this audio drama? Because you pitched this to me and this yes. is one that I haven't heard of. Now, granted, I... I, I like the medium of mm -hmm. of audio dramas, but I can't really say that I'm up to date on them. And like, right. what are the new ones out there that at least have like a season or two? Same uh, to done. Like, I I know all of your like the black tapes and the bright sessions and all of that 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 that, that, that stuff. Your your Wolf three fifty nines. But I don't know the new hip ones. <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. I, fe I feel the same. Like, I felt like I knew the audio drama landscape pretty well in like 2016. And sure, so a yeah. couple of weeks ago, I was like, I need to update myself. Like, I don't really know what's new out there. So I think I Googled 
you know, best audio dramas 2020. And I went to the podcast I was listening to and on my app, they've got a little column at the bottom for you yeah. might also like this. And through one of those two methods, I found the Amelia project. There you go. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I, so I, I picked this one cause I think the other things that you pitched last week, I had either heard of or had, uh, already listened to or stuff like this so this mm. was an unknown qu quantity yes. to me which is why i was like let's go for that one because i have no idea uh -huh. what this will be but it has such an interesting premise yeah too, when 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 you uh described it it's about i i guess it follows an agency that helps uh that helps people fake their own death and then gives them a new identity Mm -hmm. uh, for them to go off and do whatever they need to go do and that just seems like fun yeah <laughs> it is a great premise there there's some continuity in the background but every episode is a recording of an interview with a different client who's got a mm -hmm. different wild problem that they need to run away from or of somewhere they need to get to it's fun how did you yeah. find it uh, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Good. I, I I think listening to episode one and then where they finish off by the end of that season, you can tell they they really found their footing. They, yeah. I mean, they, they were good 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 to start out with, mm -hmm. but I just yeah, just by the end of season one, they really grew into like okay, I think we now know what we're doing. Yeah. We're, you know. All of that stuff, because I think if I'm not mistaken, I think this was their first audio drama. I listened to the I behind so. the scenes. Yeah, and I think that's what they were kind of implying that they are actors and writers and stuff like that. But they haven't done a like a, a fictional podcast. Mm. Um, and so they, they, they were just like, let's make one. And they did. And yeah, it's great. So <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. Awesome. I listened to the first two episodes as a, a trial before I pitched it to you. And mm -hmm. I loved the rest of the season, too. There's some really standout moments in this. Pretty c clever. Yeah. Time to time. So now let me ask you this, because last week when you mentioned the show, you mentioned that there were these like interstitial yes. things. Did you listen to those? Yeah, well. I listened to those. Okay, cool. Those are little Same bonus here. scenes that sort of uh, close, make reference to like the previous episode or do something to set up the next episode or they're just, you know, in office antics between the interviewer and Alvina and company. Yeah. And I also listened to, I think I asked you to listen to the two bonus episodes. So we mm -hmm. listen to season one, but then there's two episodes beyond that. There's like a world audio drama day celebration yep. episode and then a christmas episode that were labeled as like season one bonuses so i went ahead and threw yeah. those in there too yeah um yeah i i i had a blast at this so i'm i'm excited to talk about it more mm -hmm. uh so we we already kind of mentioned the pitch uh, yeah, but there there also is a little little bit of continuity mm. uh, within the show in the background. Do you want to give like a brief plot synopsis of of what's <laughs> happening without spoiling things? Yeah, every episode is a recording of an interview from a nameless interviewer with the client 
find out what their problem is, what, why they want to die, how they want to die. The how is very specifically planned out as to, and also (laughs) what their life is going to be like after they've faked their death and what their new identity might be. And uh, you you hear about some of the other people in the office, you know, they've got the, it seems like this muscle that'll kind of help you fake your death. You know, they'll come in and pretend to murder you. They'll be be your getaway drivers. They have a plastic surgeon on staff. And there's a, a little bit of background about maybe another agency that's trying to find out that suspects that this agency is real and is trying to get on the inside and find out what their secrets are. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's good because yeah, it, it feels so small and quaint, Yes. But then, yeah, by the end of season one, you're like, oh, this is actually a lot bigger than I, I yeah. thought it was going to, to, to be. And they're they're pl- playing with some interesting formatting. Uh, yes. I, I think there's one in particular that I liked that I was like, oh, I, I did not expect that. That was great. How, yeah. how they changed it up. Um, yeah, I admire I, how much they did play with the format for being uh, as new as it is. Like, they're not afraid by, like, I, episode seven to trust that you know the format well enough that now they can turn it on its head completely. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people out there when they're making an audio drama want to box themselves in with the, like, okay, okay, we need to think of a scenario where mm-hmm. everything is recorded. Yeah, like they're you know they're having phone conversations or they're recording it for a secret project so they can do this or that or you know it's mm. an investigative journalism thing. Yeah, but you don't really need that. Like it's it's a neat gimmick, but yeah. I think this medium has also used that up <laughs> to its extent. Um, and yeah, to see them immediately kind of drop that uh, mm. in season one, and, and it's not dropped all the time, but they're they're playing with it, where it's like, okay, this stuff isn't recorded, mm. but we're still listening in on on these things. So it's, it's good. Yeah, I yeah, it. I. I am a particular fan of the audio drama that is the format of something that w- uh, the format of a broadcast of some kind or something that sure. would be recorded like yeah, the Pacific Northwest stories, family of shows or King Falls AM or, or even the bright sessions, which are all these, you know, uh, psychology session notes. I like that the show gives you both. It gives you the, this is a thing that would be recorded. You are hearing something that is part of record keeping and you're getting more of the uh, more freeform audio drama. You're just a fly on the wall Behind listening the scenes, to these people, yeah. yeah, live their lives. Yeah. Good and then stuff. you get the ba- behind-the-scenes episodes, you know, behind-behind-the-scenes episodes with <laughs> the actual creators. And then I listened all the way up through Liquefied Marzipan, which is the episode where they're talking to their sound designer. I, I don't think I've gotten to that one. Was 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 that in season two later on? It, it, it's like right between season one and season two. Maybe, I didn't I didn't I assign it to you because that, it wasn't a, right. a full scripted episode. It was just behind the scenes stuff. But it was pretty neat to listen to. The Amelia Project. Where did I stop? Let me see here. Um, yeah, I stopped right before that. Okay, one. I should have gotten to that that one. Well, you've got that that to look, look forward to. Look at it. But yeah, I have that one to look forward 
to indeed. Well, with that said, uh, mm. let's get into our housekeeping and then we will go on to spoilers. Uh, so if you guys have not checked out season one of the Amelia Project, go do that now. And we'll be right here waiting to discuss it. Mm-hmm. We'll wait. Yeah, and as long wait. as it takes. Mm-hmm. We'll be here. <laughs> Uh, if if you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at The Whatnots. You guys can find out more information on our website, which is thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Just type in The Whatnots and all of our sh shows will pop up right there. If you like what we do, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. We have a $3 tier where you guys can get all sorts of exclusive content. And I think we finally have a good <laughs> idea for what we're going to do for our next one for crossplay, which is nice. our video game podcast. It's actually something we started last year and never finished. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be doing a video game draft. Uh -huh. uh, but it. It is more of a like legitimate fantasy league that we will be mm. keeping up with throughout the year and stuff like that. And we oh, will check okay. back in at the end of the year. So I think we're going to be recording that, having some fun, and that'll be up for patrons, I think, uh, hopefully next week sometime. I think we're recording mm -hmm. it next Saturday. So there you go. Uh, last but not least, a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam, so much for helping us Thanks, out Sam. and supporting us. We appreciate you a lot. Thank you. Yeah, let's see. Do we have any other housekeeping I can think of off the top of my head? No. No. I think we're good. So yeah. let's move on to spoilers. Bam, here we are. <laughs> Season one spoilers for the Amelia Project. Yeah, uh, I, Melissa, I, I, so I, you usually save this for the end, or I guess we do. Uh, yeah. What did this remind you of? I, I, because I, I feel like there's something on the tip of my tongue mm. that's Let's that's see. like, gosh. Darn it, it really reminds me of this thing. But then I I, I, I just, I don't know what that thing is. <laughs> I did write so down. Familiar. I did write down a number of other audio dramas. One I know that you've also listened to is Wooden Overcoats. Yeah. This has that got has more a... of a episodic problem of the week kind of uh, uh, procedural tone to it than Wooden Overcoats does. But the same kind of comedy, I feel mm. like. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. European, yes. I, You know, have, have you seen the show Community? A handful of episodes. So in in season one, I believe, uh, there is one where Jeff ends up s signing up for a class uh, that's all about seizing the day. It's all about carpe <laughs> diem. And okay. his teacher... Like there, there is no curriculum, right? Oh. He's, he's, he's just like your homework is to kiss ten people and go Ooh. do this and do that, and so you just have, you have to make the most of your day. And if by the end of the semester you haven't genuinely learned to seize that day, 
then you fail. Wow. Um, but he'll like you know he'll you'll, you'll see the teacher show up and he'll be like, uh, yes, I would like a large black coffee. No, 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 make that a birthday cake. And it's, <laughs> like it's just the most ridiculous stuff. And for some I understand. reason, I think the interviewer reminds me of that character. Yes. Of, of just like, let's just, let's just, cocoa, bubbles, they help me think. Like, let's go right. here, but what about the penguins? And like, and it's just like, he's, he's so jolly. And, yes. And he's, he's so exciting. And like, yeah. yeah, it, it, it really brings you in to this mm-hmm. show. Cause he, he's one of, if not the first person, well, I, Guess there is their ants answering machine, which is yeah, also a familiar voice. Yeah, with that was Ju- nice. Julia Morizawa on 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 that there, but yeah, um, yeah. The the interviewer is like one of the first characters that you meet, mm. and he's just so exciting. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he gives you his logline there at the beginning. He's like, I hate to be bored. Do not bore me. Mm-hmm. If you if you've got my interest, you've got my full commitment. I'm on your side. What can I do for you? <laughs> yeah. And like he's constantly drinking the cocoa, uh, which is why I've got mine. It really inspired me to lead a cocoa lifestyle this week. <laughs> He's blowing bubbles. One of the interstitial bits I particularly liked is an episode called Jumbo Pepsi. And all these interstitials are like five minutes or less. And it's uh, the office goes to a movie and Alvina has so much to say about the movie. She's got such like deep, intense film criticism. The joke being that she's talking about pitch perfect three. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And the interviewer's like, I didn't care a lot for the movie, but I love this Pepsi. I, I love snow caps. Like he loves snacks. He, he just he loves the experience of, yeah. of things, but he's not he's not into into like criticizing it or yeah. analyzing it. He just like he just wants to experience things. Right. He's just like skipping through life. He 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 reminds me like if 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 I had to like in my own head canon decide who that character is like he is the like younger brother of a like a like a very wealthy crime family who just doesn't want to be involved <laughs> and so this is yeah. the way he can like this is the only way that he knows how to help mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. like i'll fake your own d- death and then we can get you a new identity and mm. you can escape this like th- that yeah. is like deep down that i think that's what he wants he like does <laughs> not want to be a, p- a p- part of because how does he have all this money like who yeah, is we this don't, guy it's mysterious. we don't know we don't how really this think about him we don't know how this organization works it's called the amelia project which is not just the name of the podcast it's the name of Do their organization yeah, uh, yeah i kept knows? expecting us to at least have hints to whoever the amelia is and then i started to think well, there is quite a famous Amelia who has gone missing. And <laughs> maybe yeah. like she was case number one. Uh, yeah, I want my plane. Me and Fred Noonan are running yeah. away together. Make our plane disappear somewhere over the South Pacific. And who knows where she went then? Yeah. Yeah. That 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 makes a lot of sense. Um, and there yeah. is uh, going back to the Jumbo Pepsi episode. I love their names for the episodes. Each major each main episode is just named after their client, but the interstitial the cl- ones get these fun yeah. names. 
Like even the bonus episodes get fun names. Like I said, the name of the episode where they're just talking to their composer and sound designer is called liquefied marzipan, which is a phrase that really sticks in your head. In Jumbo Pepsi, they're mentioning that the last movie that he went out to go see in the theaters was Thelma and Louise, which was in like the Uh mid 90s. And it seems like they were all already at the office at that point. And that's only a matter of a couple decades. But I started to wonder, like, how old are these people? Uh, Is there something mystical or science fictional going on? Or did you just get indoctrinated into this company very, very early? Were you like a teen intern who became a lifer? What's your backstory here? There, there, There does seem to be this kind of like magical realism mm. going on in the show. Um, there, there, there is magic, but yeah. there isn't. There's time travel, but there isn't. There's space travel, but there isn't. Like, the, like it's this weird mix of things that, like, they could re- really write whatever they want and yeah. have whatever they want happen in this show and them just, like, not even think t- twice. Just be like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, that's what... Ha- happens in mm-hmm. in the in the show uh yeah and i i like i i like that because i think that outlook for the world that they've created is not hopeful is not the right word but it's it's optimistic right it has this like youthful yeah. vigor which is i think exactly the way the interviewer sees it mm-hmm. right and it's just like ah oh, Anything can happen. This feels great. Yeah, I appreciate that. Even though this is a show that bills itself as a black comedy, it is not cynical. You know, people aren't Mm -hmm. trying to fake their deaths and run away from a dystopian society that they live in. It seems like the world at large is pretty okay. You know, there's plenty of wonder and excitement to be found out there. We just keep finding these individual people who, for whatever reason, are like, I'm done with this. I need something new. Yeah, the, the the first one I think was the darkest because you, yeah. you do like the like end credits scene. You do get to hear what's happening. And that first c- client wanted to fake their own death by like having a chain wrapped around their neck and like uh, basically decapitating themselves while they're in their car, which is the most <laughs> ridiculous way to do this, 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 this thing. But you, you hear it happening, mm. right? And so it's a little, uh, yeah. I, I think that is maybe the darkest moment of the entire mm. sh- show. Yeah. But it is right. It's it's in this way that like you know it's not actually happening. Like this whole mm. thing is fake. Um, and. Yeah, but then beyond that, they just I think they really stick to to that. I don't want to be bored. Like, let's just have fun with this. And like, let, what about a guy who's started a cult and uh, has preached that there is this like an- this antithesis to her that's on the opposite <laughs> yeah. side of this? It's just completely wacky. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like it's it's just it's a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Which so. case was your favorite? Oh man. Um like I said, they had some clever ones. I think the funniest one was the one I just mentioned about the guy who's about to be shot out of the cannon. <laughs> that he, you know, he made this cult and he's what, what, what was the name of the planet 
was oh. Antithon or something? I think that's it. Yeah, the first two episodes I don't remember as well because I listened to them a while ago to like figure out if this was something sure. I wanted to pitch or not. But yeah, that sounds right. I think that was one of the funnier ones to chummy but i think it's like the second half of season one i think i started to like those ones a lot Mm -hmm. better because like we had mentioned they start playing with the format of the whole audio drama thing Um, yeah they they had one that i didn't know how it was going to work out once they started the gimmick but they have a client who can Go forwards and backwards in time by one yes. a- 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 hour. And so the script ends up seeming like they had like a giant stack of papers and slipped and fell and all the papers <laughs> went everywhere. And they just yeah. stacked them back up in a random order. And that's mm-hmm. how they made it like, OK, how how do we make this fit? Um, And I, I liked that one a lot. But as it was like... As it was happening, I didn't understand, like, okay, how is this going yeah. to fit together? I, I don't I, 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 I don't understand. And by the end, I was like, oh, that worked. Like, that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one. I think it's the it's, – it might be the season finale where um, where they it, – it's playing the normal thing and then the, like, tape stops – and yeah. it's the it's the mi i five people listening like it's that like okay and then we zoom out and it's actually this thing and then we zoom out more and you know like i i really liked that it, it was those moments i think that really really captivated me just like i was not expecting that yeah, they do a lot to build out the world in each of these individual cases. Some of them are a bit more insular. Like, I think the guy cheating on his wife is interesting of a pickle as that is. <laughs> Where, like, he's... Well, he's tickle having my pickle a- and call me silly. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's having an affair and... His wife calls and he's trying to hide the affair. So he's like, oh, no, honey, I'm at the office. And then, like, there's his office... Like explodes. I forget why. Maybe they were manufacturing something and a machine broke. Do you remember why the building exploded? Was it like uh, a crime? I I don't remember exactly, but yeah, like I, I think she was calling from home. She said she had to go on some like work trip or something. Yeah, and then. She was like, hey, where are you right now? And he's like, oh, I'm at home. But she oh, was no, that's, at, at home. That's the first one. That's the first episode. I'm thinking of the one really? where the man is. There's Yeah, there's multiple cases of adultery in this podcast. Yeah. I'm thinking of the one where the guy shows up and he's like, I already am dead because oh. I, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was having an affair. Uh, my wife called right before I'm about to get into bed with this woman. I tell my wife, oh, no, honey, I'm at the office. His office building explodes. He's unaccounted for. So everybody thinks he's dead. And he's like, now my mistress wants me to run away with her because this has severed my ties to my wife, which was the only thing right. keeping us apart before. I don't want to marry my mistress. I miss my wife. I want to go back to my wife. 
please, I'm already dead, but can we reinvent for me? We need to, my wife thinks I'm dead. Now we need to make sure my mistress thinks I'm dead. And then I need a new identity that will be the perfect man that my wife will fall for so that I can marry her again. I really like that one, but it doesn't build out the world a whole bunch. I think my favorite episode was episode three with that reality star, which is this fascinating situation where she's like, it seems like it's like a reality show or something like that. Almost like a Truman show sort of thing where like every second of this lady's life is being followed. Like every birthday she's ever had has been like a huge TV event that everybody gathers around and watches. Like everybody in the world knows this lady. And she's yeah, been she's played like J- 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 Jenna Marbles or, or something, it, some big like yeah. you, YouTube star. Yeah, like we don't know exactly if this is a, a, a vlog or a, a television show or exactly what format it's in. But she's had like movies based on her that are supposedly her, but it's not really her. It's an actress playing her. And now she wants to leave this situation. But the company she's had this deal with like has rights to her. So they're going to continue using her and have this actress play her. So she's like, now that I've left the company, it is illegal for me to exist. <laughs> I'm a copyright <laughs> they, they violation. They own the rights, yeah, to, to my right. likeness. You know, which yeah. could be something chilling to say about the world of entertainment or social media or whatever. But it's so silly that it, <laughs> it could be deep. You can think about it deeply, but it just seemed like a fun thought experiment to me. And... I loved that it gave us a piece of entertainment that is out there in the world. Like we're learning about the, the a little bit about the culture of whatever version of earth that this is. Right. You know, yeah. we learn about hell, the theme park. That's something it's citizens <laughs> do. They go to hell, the theme park. There's that society. There's that looters society of those like burglars who never actually like, they're not doing it for crime. They're doing it for the thrill of the burgle. They're going to break into Buckingham Palace and now, just take the toothbrush. Speaking of them, mm. were was that a real thing or were they MI five like plants? Because they it it or like not, not not like they they weren't plants per se, but like were they? It seems like they were hired by mi5 like the whole thing of them stealing the thing i'm yeah. wondering if that was fake so that yeah they could p- put this news thing on there knowing that the amelia project would be watching and be like like you know, hey these guys are gonna want to get away fast and so that way mm-hmm. when they call them it's be like look you know who we are we just stole <laughs> something from buckingham palace right <laughs> and uh, yeah like is that the Im- impression you got that's what i got yeah yeah i'm not sure whether the buckingham palace break-in was legitimate or not how much of their backs it seems like they are looters like uh like burglars of some kind like they 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 do burglary for sport they don't really want anything they they just want the thrill of breaking in and escaping so it seems like because that's one of the reasons why MI5 gets them. It's like, wouldn't you love to get into this super secret place and get out with this knowledge? So they've got at least some legitimate background in that. But if every story they're telling is true, I, I'm not sure. Perhaps we will learn. Yeah. 
Interesting. Interesting. We will sh- we will see. Yeah, because this this absolutely got its hooks in me by the end mm-hmm. of season one. Uh, just to be like, okay, how is this going to continue? How is this not going to spiral out of control? Because that was mm-hmm. the thing. Like, not um, I I ended up liking where the bright sessions went a lot. Uh, yeah, but that is the thing. They do kind of abandon their format uh, that they yes. started with i i know this season right now is in the or th- this show is in the middle of season three right mm-hmm. now um and uh I, I i guess at the time we're recording this they're in season hurry but yeah I, I i don't know what they're gonna do after this are they going to start to get away from that like format of like here is this interview with the client will we start seeing more stuff of maybe instead of the interviewer interviewing people for the amelia project what if it's a government agent interviewing uh people who have come into contact with them yeah uh i just i like i i don't know where the show is going but it feels like it's expanding at a rapid right here so i'm excited to see what happens yeah i like that we're getting these plot expansions with like the you know government agents watching them and we are getting uh hints at the world at large like what these people might do in their spare time when they bring up the alicia karen show or finding out things that happen out there in the world like oh okay everybody loves this comedian named bob like you get to learn a lot of different (laughs) things about this universe they do a lot of different kinds of world building that i really appreciate yeah i'm i'm looking here i think it it must have been episode two i will want to circle back around to that one because that one stuck with me not Mm. only for the ridiculousness of this guy that creates this wacky cult yeah but they actually get into some interesting stuff about faith and mm-hmm. about the nature of like see- seeing is believing versus like having faith and stuff like yeah. that. And like I I was actually really into that, like how, how mm-hmm. they had some kind of deeper message behind who these characters are, right? Like it's one thing to be like, okay, this is interesting. You want to fake your death so that uh the your husband who's been cheating on you you can now seduce the wife or hit like his <laughs> new girlfriend there or now you want to do like that stuff is fascinating in one mm-hmm. regard but we also don't really get to know these people all that yeah well we, yeah we, we just know them for like 20 one, minutes at a time yeah we get to know that one reason why they want to fake their death and be someone else but yeah, I, I, I like the more philosophical discussions that they, mm-hmm. they would have in here. And it happens a few times, but not every one. Um, but yeah, like like there's just I, – I think another thing that amazes me – excuse me uh, – uh, about this show is just the variety of stuff, right? Yeah. Like, like we've said, there is – a darker moment or two or two mm-hmm. but there's also laugh out loud funny moments yes. right there's there's a little bit of magic there's a little bit of sci-fi there's some yeah. like crime d- drama g- g- going on here there's some like slice of life just like i never get a day off like i just want to mm-hmm. go to the movies right yeah and yeah and then they have 
the the more philosophical stuff like sit down uh but there's no chair isn't there you know and then just like seeing is believing or this or that it's like yeah like they they go in so many directions and i think i would normally say that that's too much and they would need Mm -hmm. to like focus it in but I think it works with this yeah. show. I, I, I like that there's just a million different directions and then that and that they can do whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, they had a lot of ideas that they just dumped into this big pile and they're all executed very competently. Like everything works. There's not a boring episode in there and there's nothing that seems super crazy. Like the craziest episode is Percy where Percy mm, yeah. comes to the interviewer and wants uh, a new life because Percy's like, I am an incomplete character. Like the writer just Googled names and wrote down Percy and wrote down like two pieces of clothes and like a beverage I like. And this is all that I am. And I don't, I want to go to a better writer. Please help me find a new life with a better writer. And it's it's, a very meta episode and to have the confidence to do an episode that meta and that structure breaking and that strange in season one <laughs> and pull it off. It's wonderful. That's a, and it's a delightful episode and it's great that that's what they brought back for the bonus episode where we meet Percy again and they're putting Percy in yeah, all of these different other absolutely. audio drama worlds and this collaboration yeah. with these other <laughs> audio dramas. I, yeah, I, I like that one a lot. I think that was another one of my, like they are playing with the format. I like mm. this. This is fascinating. Um, yeah, they have that like fourth wall breaking where the guy knows he's a character in a podcast and he's like, I want out. I want nothing to do with this. These guys suck. Their writing is terrible, right? Mm -hmm. I am just a piece of card board that that's it. And it it, like, it's fascinating enough. And they, I I think that was maybe one of the funniest moments in the show where Mm. they're like, ah, well see, now we just have to wait for them to write themselves in a corner. (laughs) And they just sit there and they're just sitting there like, hello? Hello? Yeah. Are the writers there? Hello? Hello? (laughs) This is great. This is wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, and then what they what they did in part two of, of yeah. that was brilliant. Yeah, and it's such a wonderful, loving homage to all these other audio dramas. And at the end of every episode, when they're doing the credits, they also give a shout out to another audio drama, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. I get to hear about these shows I'm not familiar with. I love when they mention something I do know. Uh, they mentioned Uncanny County, which is one yeah. of the other shows I pitched to you last week. Yeah. <laughs> like, indeed, oh, we still indeed. get to make Kyle hear a little bit about it, at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I've recognized a couple of those shows. I haven't listened to them. Yeah. Um, but I, I was familiar with some of them. I know, I think, I think the ones that they went to in the World Audio Drama Day was other podcasts in their network that like fable and bali network because i i saw on their website a list of all the ones that were on 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 there and it was like okay they went to that one they went to that one you know nice Um, but 
yeah, like that. It's this like dimension hopping, right? Guess podcast hopping. Just like, what if we put you in this kind of show? And it's yeah, you know, it's an actual audio drama that exists out out there, and they got all the yeah. actors and all that stuff. Just to, you know, like I, it it's so delightful that like I I, I think that's a word that keeps coming up to yeah. me it's just it's it's delightful it's a really fun time <laughs> i think an audio drama yeah. is the perfect medium for this because it is largely the back and forth dialogue and they can spin all of these tales of these gruesome deaths and they don't have to make you watch any of them or see any pictures right. <laughs> you right. just hear about it with with light sound effects as needed indeed let me ask you this though mm -hmm. was there something about the show that maybe you didn't like or didn't think worked well or oh. was lacking in a certain thing in a certain spot. I'm not sure why the interviewer doesn't have a name. Like I wished if they were going to opt for not naming him, that that would have been worked around in a more clear fashion where like somebody asks him his name and he like cuts them off or something yeah, like it wish like it had been more of a plot point. Like, is there a purpose behind the fact that he does not have a name? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there might be. Right, I'd, the, the I'd be excited to, to find out. Come up with new identities. What if he has already put himself through this, and like he was the uh, well, I, I, I guess you kind of well, who knows that the first one was maybe Amelia Earhart, you know? Yeah, uh, but. Uh, maybe he was the first one and he assembled this team of people to kind of help him do that. And they realized they had a good thing. It was just like, we can keep doing this for other people. Uh, who knows? But yeah, um, stuff that, stuff that I didn't like, I, I don't know. This is a tough one. I, I, I think for me, the stuff that I thought was, lacking i think maybe is the like i i i, I kind of want more of the interstitials yeah i, I like their because like banter mm. i want to learn yeah, more the, about how this office works and like who else is there the banter is good i like all that stuff but yeah i i just i really want to know more about these characters like how does yes how does this business work who is the secretary how did they meet these two muscle men mm -hmm. guys that do all of their stuff who is their plastic surgeon like <laughs> i did now did did we hear him speak i don't think no, so and I, I he might not be a i think he might be like a mortician he seems like a general purpose medical science guy you know we've got joey and salvatore and um the medical guy his name starts with a, a k i think i don't remember you guys yeah. know that i'm terrible with names but uh, and like i listened to this while i was working this week so i uh, I, I was paying 90 percent attention and and i had to save 10 percent for actual work there you go um but yeah like i as much as i like everything that's happening and i like all of the stuff that they've told me and showed me i still don't feel like i know these characters yeah, yeah. And like, we have no sense of their backstories, but we also don't have like clear questions that are unanswered. 
Like the question of what is the interviewer's name isn't a question within the narrative. It's just to us, the audience. Right. He's always credited as the interviewer. Who is he? You know, what's everybody's history with each other? What bits we do get, I really like. I like that it seems that he has a crush on Alvina because there's an episode where I think they think they're about to die and he seems like he's going to confess that to her. And then like the threat disappears and he's like, well, okay, back to business. Let's uh, brew up some cocoa and look at the next case report. Like he just gets back to normal life. But there's in the Christmas episode, there's this very, very sweet moment where he yeah. goes to the North Pole because there's a Santa Claus who wants to fake his death. <laughs> and he brings also her a back. Great one. He's like, I yeah. want to be a thief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of breaking into houses and leaving something. I want to take something. Yeah. I'm taking the toys for me now. <laughs> it, it was it was very good. I was like, that's 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 an interesting twist like you would think you'd yeah. be like i just want to go live in the bahamas somewhere mm. warm and yeah. not have to worry about a thing right he's like no i want to be a thief like let mm. me take something for once right but yeah but the interviewer you were saying <laughs> he brings alvina back a snowball that he wrapped he wrapped a snowball in wrapping paper which is a wonderful mental image and it, he it's such a sweet tender moment when he gives this to her She's really tired. So excited. She's, yeah, and she's like, this is ridiculous. It's melting. This is a nonsense present, but I do sincerely appreciate the thought that you put into this. And he got yeah. her like a uh, he loves hot cocoa and she loves scones. Scones, as they say over there in Europe. And he gets her like a, a, a voucher for two for this like special tea time somewhere. And you can tell that he's thinking of this like as their date. And she's like, oh, my sister's in town next week. This will be perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Which is a fairly standard romantic comedy sort of thing. I got you, uh, you know, and that's something I would like for us to do together. And no, you're going to take that and run with it and do it with somebody else. Okay. Go with someone else. But it's, yeah. but it's still executed so well and very touching. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to this, like in my kitchen cooking and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> They, they end a, up a whole like, emotional she's, moment she's over here while making hamburger. At, yeah. She's conf conf confused at first of like, why did you get me the snowball? That was weird. This is mm -hmm. it. This is all I get. Like, what does that even mean? And then they end up just laughing it off of, of just yeah. like, no, like I got you something special, but it didn't make the trip. Like it, it's just <sighs> some soggy wrapping paper uh but here's your your actual yeah. gift right and, it, and yeah it's just uh it's this very warm moment that's just like oh it's nice yeah that's i like nice. how much affection they have for each other and uh -huh. it seems like the whole office has for each other and i'd love to see more of that explored i'd love to hear a little bit more from joey and salvatore and the rest of the crew yeah yeah i i, I think if they explore them just a little bit that'll help um i and yeah like as 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 much as i like all the directions it's going i did also mention it's expanding rapidly or it feels mm -hmm. like it's expanding rapidly so i like i am nervous in one sense of, of <laughs> okay. just like, I don't want this to get away from them and become yeah. too wacky and too ridiculous that they have to like 
somehow dial it back. The, the podcast itself know, has to fake its own death and invent a new identity. <laughs> that be I yeah. mean, we've already seen something very meta. What if they expand it further where like the characters have realized, well, we've jumped the shark. We need to unjump this. We, we need to right. reset our own continuity here. Yeah. Yeah. That, that'd be, that'd be interesting. What were some, this is a really funny show. What were some of your favorite individual jokes throughout the series for throughout this first season we listened to? Uh, well, I, I already mentioned the like fourth wall one where they're just sitting like, hello, (laughs) writers, hello, are you still there? (laughs) Uh, that, that one I thought was great. I I re- really enjoyed all of the like sayings that the interviewer <laughs> had. The like, yeah. well, tickle my pickle and call me silly. Uh, <laughs> just like he had, he had like three or four of them every yeah. single episode, and it was just yes. like this is ridiculous. How does he think of these? Mm-hmm. Um, I I loved those. Yeah, I I think those were maybe my favorite favorite like funny moments. In, in in there and then i think there was one it was one with the two uh like muscle k- k- characters i again i don't remember their their names i think it was during the christmas one when they go mm. out to have a snowball fight or yeah. something and they finally come back in and he's like i won i beat him <laughs> <laughs> cute yeah it was good my what about you what, what, what were the funny moments that stood out to you I re the Alicia Karen episode really worked on me because every episode of her past that she's mentioning is so over the top. Like she's like this wild party woman and this is the show everybody tunes into all the time to see what antics she's going to get up to. And she talks about how every one of her birthdays has been this huge theme party event. And she had yeah. one birthday where the theme was everything but cups so, so like everybody's <laughs> drinking, but you one. can't drink out of a normal container. And she mentions drinking rosé out of a stormtrooper helmet, which is all I want out of my own life now. Go, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I, I also really like the um uh the the episode where the man the, the episode with the hell theme part. Where they're talking about how it's like just close to being deadly, but stops just short. And that's like the perfect mm-hmm. amount of danger anybody wants. It's very action park, yeah. <laughs> but legitimately and, hellish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something that was neat with that one is they kind of broke their own format. Yeah. Of the, the guy is like, I don't want a new identity. Leave me be like exactly I, where I am. Yeah, I wouldn't like, be a ghost. Yeah, like, I want I'm to haunt, haunt my friend. Like or like my business partner that I got into this huge argument with. I want to prove him wrong. I want yeah. him to have my death so on his good. conscience, and then so I'm going good. to haunt him. <laughs> and they're like, "You realize, like, you're supposed to be dead, so you can't like go to the store, or go to the movies, or anything like that." And he's like, "Yeah, I'll be fine. All I want is to haunt my own theme park." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good that, that episode really spoke to me as a theme park nerd yeah so if if you could see any character from an audio drama that you've already listened to oh 
come fake their dead de- 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 oh de- de- my death. gosh who, who would you most want to see fake their de- 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 death and then go live happily ever after um oh i don't know bradley cameron lind <laughs> like the tv show personality from the fearsome morning that's a good one that's a he's good gotten one. in too much trouble doing something rescuing too many dogs eating a giant pile of baked beans in a restaurant yeah T- to me i think it'd be really interesting to see dr richard strand there ah! from the black tapes <laughs> the most just serious like, man alive right yeah but just ha- like also has the most like interesting jo- right. job of like okay you're you're basically a ghost hunter now but just the, the the whole fact that he just like i'm done with this shit like let yeah. me just get away from, from all of this no more ghosts no more all of the that stuff i just i don't want to deal with it one right. bit. I, I i would love for them to do a special episode where it is characters from other audio dramas i bet they would send a lot of people to king falls like <laughs> it's yeah. like nobody's gonna notice that you're there yeah, or or something that would be really funny is for uh to you know if they're in co- contact with all these audio dramas, uh, if one of them wants to introduce a new character, have it be one that these guys like start <laughs> off in theirs and then send them off to that show without right. re- really realizing that it's that sh- show right yes. they're just like we're gonna send you over here to do this one thing you know <laughs> uh like i i think something like that would be amazing it'd be great <sighs> and but did the, to just like not mention it yeah right of, of but like if you know you know right? yes yeah <laughs> that'd be good that'd be fun <laughs> This is a story that could go a lot of different places. I like everything that's in it. I like that we get this sort of not quite anthology set up where we've got all these individual cases that can have all sorts of tones and all sorts of ways that they solve the problem. But we've got that backbone of the office that is super charming and that we always want to learn more about. This is a show that's right, doing yeah. a lot of different things very successfully. Let me ask you this, too. Where do you think they have their office? I I don't know, London. I well, I I, I guess I'm meaning more like oh, what, like what like, what, what, what oh, kind of building? Like, oh. is this actual? Do they have the whole floor? Do they have Ooh. just like? Is this like an office complex? And their plastic surgeon is actually the de- 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 dentist that like, like works next to do 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 door right like it like is that the thing i i i i, I don't know like oh, i man. i just feel like it's really small and cr- cramped and that yeah like they're they're working in some kind of like right. office complex you're right i have not been picturing a glamorous office whatsoever like there's nothing special about it it doesn't even have like classy dark woods you know it doesn't look like m's office from a james bond movie i have been picturing it's beige uh it's beige and there's cubes <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i like do a imagine small though waiting room maybe yeah. with, the, with the receptionist thing and then just, like just inside the interviewer's office is just like maybe one like large window behind them yeah but then just plant. a desk 
and that's yeah. it with a really old computer because he hates computers. <laughs> God, yeah. Like that, yeah, he's does that up thing a even, DOS machine. Does does that thing even run Windows ninety seven? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Dharma computer. That's what he's got. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I do. I do hope that every single they have to get into it. A, isn't it get smart where he like has to go into a phone booth and pick up the phone and like punch yeah. a number in and then he goes through like yeah. a compartment. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's something like that. Like you have to go through a crazy series of steps to get into the office. But then once you're there, it's like, uh, yeah, this looks normal. Uh, this looks like yeah. you make paper clips here. Yeah. I, I I feel like we're also not going to get to learn more about Julia Morizawa's character. Yeah, I don't the, know if she's a character. Or if she, yeah, she's person. a voice on the answering machine, and it doesn't hint that there's a, like a like that's like somebody who currently works in their office or like anybody that they know. That might right. have been something that was recorded sixty years ago. We have no idea. Right. Yeah. And like I. I, I, I don't think we're going to get to know more about her, at least much. But yeah, I would like to see her more in in that and just find out more about her because, again, we, like you pitch this as a, like a darker comedy. And sure, mm. it, 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 yeah. it, it, it is. But we also mentioned that it has this like youthful <laughs> vigor. It's not a dark comedy it's a very light comedy about very dark subject matter sure sure yeah that 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 fits but then the way julia delivers her lines there's almost this like sinister yeah thing behind it of 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 like uh yeah of like this is totally serious if we call you back consider yourself lucky if we don't mm -hmm. You know, dun dun dun. <laughs> like it, it's like there's this like underlying sinisterness of of that, and I don't see that anywhere else in the show. Yeah, Alvina is not remotely sinister. None of them not are. At, not at all. Um. So I, I think with MI five coming in and starting to investigate them. Maybe there will be some of this down the road yeah. of like maybe they aren't actually doing what they say they're doing a hundred percent of the t time. Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know, but like I, 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 I want more. Yeah, and there is more. Thankfully. There is. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> We've got two more <laughs> seasons of this. Exactly. At at least because I I I think the last episode they put out. Let's see here was January tenth. So there you go. Ooh, awesome! That was episode thirty three of season three. Wow, good stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they're they're still plugging along. So good stuff. I yeah I I I enjoyed this a lot. This was a d delightful listen. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I stumbled across this and that uh, we got to listen to it and talk about it and spread the good yeah. word. I think this is a great audio drama to pick up if you're not super familiar with this medium because it is this back and forth interview that sometimes you listen to an audio drama and there's like too much action or too many voices and you're interested, but it takes too yeah. long for your head to really track who everybody is and where they're going and exactly what's happening. But this is, 
it's two people sitting across the desk from each other talking and not really moving. It's perfect. It's such and a good. And then maybe you hear the receptionist. Yeah, yeah it's it. it's such a good, simple, easy to follow audio drama that I think that's would a be a great example to get somebody into this medium who's not familiar with it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, definitely would recommend this to people who aren't familiar with the medium. Um, trying to think if there's anything else more specific that I want to talk about. The episodes that I liked, I I I liked that there was another mention of Antithon. I don't remember what that planet was down the road. I think it was. I, I don't remember if it was Bob, the comedian, that mentioned it or something. He's Maybe. like, well, it's not like I'm a worshiper of Antithon or, or, or something. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, like that's great that they, you know, all these k- characters know this. Like, it's, yeah. it's just a, th- a, th- a thing, right? Yeah, it's like Scientology. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then, like, somebody will mention Alicia Cairn in a future episode or Bob or, oh, I heard about that heist that those two women pulled, if they really pulled it at all, you know? Yeah. It's good. They 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 do a wonderful job of just building that world with the yeah. like small amount of of characters, which I mm-hmm. know you 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 had said, but yeah, so good. It's so efficient, yeah. And like you only know these characters for like twenty minutes, but I think they do a good job of you you have a grasp of them, like you understand at least within this context what they're about what their goals are, what their personality is, and all of them play off the interviewer in different ways. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, do you have any other kind of final thoughts mm. on season one of the Amelia project? Check it out. This is a, I'm happy to have this living in my audio drama landscape. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good one. I definitely recommend checking it out. Uh, Melissa, as tradition dictates, what would you recommend to people that enjoyed this? What else might they enjoy? We already mentioned Wooden Overcoats, which is about this tiny island off the coast of England where these these siblings run a funeral home. And it's not a very good funeral home, but it's the only one in town. And then a guy moves in directly across the road and opens up a better funeral home. And it's, <laughs> it's, and it's just about them competing with each other. It's a very similar so sort of quirky, very small, insular sort of humor. Uh, this reminded me of a show called Cocos Industries. Have you heard of I've that heard one? Of it. Yes. Yeah, which is weekly shareholder, or however often, it's shareholder updates about an evil company. They do yep. evil, all kinds of evil. <laughs> and it's just like the CEO of the company giving you updates. Like, this is what this department is up to. Uh, this is who won our ruin a life drawing this week. We will ruin the life of an enemy of your choice. And he's like the third in a line in this family that has been running this corporation. And so sometimes yeah. he'll find like old tapes that his grandpa left him that fill in some of the background and then there's other rival evil corporations that they're fighting with. I dig that one a yeah. lot. Um, a new podcast that's just started releasing episodes. This is Assassinly or Assassin.ly. Oh, yes. You told me about this because the creator uh, 
tweet it out at us because we covered the previous uh, project, The Fearsome Morning, which is an old favorite of mine. And they've both got this very, very silly, absurd sense of humor. And the premise of Assassin Lee is that uh, murder is now legal. (laughs) And this character is trying to start up a a startup, a startup for murder. We are assassins for hire. (laughs) Please hire us. And it's like very light. It's you're not trying to kill anybody for any real reason. It's like Uncle Frank always eats all the chips and dip at barbecue. None of us get any. Kill Uncle Frank. Yeah. And it's just like they have no resources, uh, no business. Uh, (laughs) They're not doing well, but they are determined to become the top assassins in New York City. Interesting. And this one is not an audio drama, but this podcast is full of like very preposterous situations that somebody has been backed into the corner of and they need to figure out a way out. And these reminded me of riddles because so many riddles are about how did this person die? You find these things. What does that add up to? And there's a podcast called Hey Riddle Riddle, which is three comedians just reading each other riddles. I think you mentioned that to me. I love it. Uh, One of the ghosts is Adel Rafai, who is on Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is an improv comedy podcast about a man who falls through a portal behind a Burger King and gets Mm -hmm. sent into this fantasy realm. And he's like, "Uh, well, my podcast equipment fell (laughs) fell through with me, so I guess I'm just going to start an interview show. I'm going to interview like elves and trolls and warlocks and such. It's one of the guys from there, and now he has a show where him and his friends force each other to solve terrible riddles and then they do improv scenes based on the preposterous scenarios within the riddles it's very goofy (laughs) and i love it a lot okay good recommendations uh so i mentioned community Uh, i think Mm -hmm. all of my recommendations are gonna be more based off of like it reminds me of this character or or something yeah like that but i i i would recommend the show community um i i loved that show to death i thought it was fantastic but that show also just has this like it's just smartly written it 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 goes all sorts of places they have things where they do uh like claymation yeah (laughs) where they do claymation episodes and stuff like that and it just it goes all these wacky places that you don't expect uh so i like it for that uh i would also recommend the bbc series sherlock yes this is also something i was thinking of the the interviewer also kind of reminds me of mike croft in a weird way like what (laughs) if mike croft had a sugar high yeah, but, and if he had Sherlock's sensibility for don't bore me, I'll do right, anything yes. you want as long as it's new and interesting. Yes, exactly. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I think that would be another one to check out. Because yeah, yeah, particularly they also get up to some r- ridiculous stuff. Yeah, um, and there is a, a, a part where somebody fakes their own death, and then there's a whole indeed. episode where it plays out all of these scenarios of how it could have been done. And by the exactly. end of the episode, you still don't know exactly which one it is. You just kind of have to piece things together and guess for yourself. Hope for the best. 
what was yeah. the actual truth yeah um I, th- I think that's all that's c- coming to mind right now though i'm like i think other people would like this stuff Mm-hmm. so there you go that's what i would recommend uh melissa yes for next week yes uh, we are not really doing something different but we are not pitching things for this next yeah. week because next week we are having a guest on the show mm-hmm. who's also not really a guest uh <laughs> gino gino viteri uh who is one of our co-hosts for our video game podcast cross play uh will be joining us here on the review show and since it will be his first time on the show uh we asked him to pick something out for us to cover and talk about uh and he was really excited to talk about the queen's gambit yes so that is what we will be watching uh this next week it's on netflix as most of you i am sure already know uh but it's only eight episodes that right eight or nine i I think it's like like eight yeah it's a pretty quick watch i watched this not too long after it came out so like a month and a half ago i don't know if i'll Mm -hmm. rewatch it this week for the podcast I really enjoyed it, and I'm so excited that I get a chance to talk about it here on the podcast because I have a lot of things I would like to discuss. There you go. I yeah, I I haven't seen it yet, uh, but it's on my list of things. Yeah, and uh, I'm yeah, I'm 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 just excited to uh, finally check it out, uh, despite my hand being forced to watch it. But that's okay (laughs) because it was on my list, so it was just like, hey, this is something I wanted to watch yes finally yeah um but yeah that is what we will be up to this next week uh don't forget that the week after that the the last the last sunday in january we are recording our like end of the month special uh that we we like to do here at at this uh we are starting a new show called halt and catch fire Mm-hmm. Melissa, do you want to tell them a little bit about that one since you yeah. picked it out? This is a show that aired in the last handful of years on AMC. It is set in the early 80s, and it's about uh, this little tech company trying to produce their own PC to compete with IBM. And Lee Pace stars as this man who like left IBM under mysterious destructive circumstances goes to this little company in Texas and he's like, I'm going to make us the next IBM. And he's got all these really sneaky underhanded business tactics and he's trying to like make this PC as fast as possible. So it's about old analog technology and just underhanded business dealings. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm very excited to cover it. I'm a couple episodes in and I'm already fascinated by this show and trying Good. to figure out where the heck he comes from and where this show is going. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. So that's what that's what we'll be doing uh, this this next week. We're c- covering season one uh, yep. and then at the end of each month, subsequently after that, we will be covering uh, the the rest of the the show the next three seasons after that so yep there you go Mm -hmm. that is what we will be up to the next couple of weeks uh melissa where can they find you on the internet 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And you can listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kids shows we half remember or that maybe we've never heard of. They're so obscure, even to us. Yeah. And we're watching them for the first time as adults. There you go. Uh, speaking of jams, he should be jo- jo- joining yes! us this next week on the Captain's Log, which is another one of our podcasts. Ca- uh, so we're going to be hanging out and sharing stories and having fun with jams. It'll be mm-hmm. good. So, uh, if you guys want to find me, you guys can follow me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to stay up to date with our shows, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. Uh, go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with that. Uh, please, if you guys like our show, uh, go rate and review us on on iTunes. Or I guess it's a- 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 Apple Podcast yeah. Cast now. I feel like that's one of those things of like your mom always <laughs> calls it the Nintendo. It's like it's an Xbox, mom. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Go rate and review us on iTunes. We'd uh, love it. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, that would help us out a ton, especially since we're small creators. uh, That will help us spread the word. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Last but not least, I I guess I forgot to shout out on our housekeeping. This is the one thing I was forgetting um, that we started up Whatnots Wednesdays. So every Wednesday night we are streaming on our Twitch channel, uh, usually going to be around 630 or 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, And we're just going to be playing some video games and hanging out, having fun. So if you're into that stuff, come join us. Mm-hmm. Twitch.tv slash the whatnots. But with that, this has been number 140 of the Whatnots yep. Review Show. We will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>